Live from Yerushalayim, thank you for joining us today for the OU's Global Tehillim and Physics Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, this is Dr. Kelly Herman. The Daily Call began nearly four years ago as a response to the pandemic and has since evolved to serve as a daily pause to our day as an opportunity to convene together from around the world to daven and pray the various needs of Amnesty. Thank you so much for joining today's program making it a part of your day, Yom Shishi, Erev Shabbos here in Erev Israel, the 19th day of the month of Cheshvan. Collectively, with a broken heart, we continue to gather here on this call under the most difficult of circumstances. For the Jewish people, as we've been sharing, there's nothing that gives expression to our broken hearts and our, and our tefillot, our prayers for salvation, as much as the timeless words of Kohelet. We gather today for a few moments to hear words of different physics and to recite the Hillam together for our brothers and sisters in Israel. On behalf of the OU, it is my esteemed honor to welcome to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Judah Michel, Executive Director of Camp Ask and founder of Tama Nafshi, to share different physics. This will be followed by Rabbi Judah slowly reciting the following five chapters of Sahilim, Karek Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Kegimel, Kutzabalis, and Kutzlamid, their chapters 20, 23, 83, 121, and 130. We'll be followed by Asenu, Mr. special Sila for our great soldiers. Mr. the Shavuim, Sila, the prayer for those who are still tragically held captive. And we will conclude with Mr. Berach, the Shavuim, for those who are suffering. And the Judah will pause as an opportunity for us to insert the names for those whom we are davening for. For those who do not receive the daily Tehillim email, if you'd like to sign up and subscribe, you can do so. OU.org forward slash Tehillim call. That's OU.org forward slash Tehillim call. with great honor, Rav Judah. Hi, Nafali, you hear me? Ah, Yossi. Thanks so much, Rav Judah. Yes, you're on. I'm with you. Okay, good evening and uh, good afternoon or good morning, wherever you are in the world. Um, for all of us, all of us feel like uh, it's nighttime. The Amunafka Balelos, and we're all trying to hold on with everything that we possibly have to our faith, uh, to our prayer, to our greatest strength, which is our gathering together, our unity, uh, turning to Hashem, turning to God in, in prayer here together. So, Thank you to uh Naftali, thanks to Orthodox Union, thank you to everyone for for uh, for being here and joining together. This is this is not the least we can do, this is this is the best that we can do. Um, there's a young man, um, one of the Kedoshim, one of the holy ones, uh, who who was killed by Kiddush Hashem um, a little over a week ago. Um, from Tel Aviv. Amitai Shigranot really just uh, began his, his life uh, as a as a budding young adult, um, the son of one of the great Torah scholars of our generation, Rav Tamir uh, Granot, and uh, his Rebbeton Avivit. Um, Amitai was a, a thoughtful and sensitive soul, a poetic soul, an artistic soul, uh, a budding scholar and a good friend, just 24 years old. Um, he um, was just recently engaged to be married, um, just the time, 
before he was called up to the war, and was tragically killed in the north by um, uh, you know, everyone saying Hamas, by, by, by jihadists, by enemies, a, an anti-tank missile um, uh, in the struggle to maintain security uh, on the northern border. Uh, the the Levaya and the Shiva were were different than than a, a Levaya and a Shiva that perhaps most of us are used to in a, a more formal or, or Western way. The, 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 it was an outpouring of soul, an outpouring of yearning, um, of pain, of grief, but also incredible hope and prayer. The Levaya was filled with strong Dina. Amitai's father, the brother Levaya, told me he should be well with Amir's Rosh Hashiv and Arut Shaul and Tel Aviv. Uh, is really someone who is one of the leaders, one of the main, um, one of the main contributors to the Renaissance of the Holy that's taking place in the land of Israel today. You notice Dr. Ophesis on the Kreuzenberg Rebbe, uh, who suffered the loss of his wife and 11 children during the Holocaust and innumerable calamity in the Holocaust, uh, and then rebuilt his life and uh, the Hasidus around him in Kreuzenberg. That was, this is Rav Tamir's passion in life about maintaining faith and resilience. Rebuilding after destruction, uh, there was so much song and an outpouring of of spirit at the Levaya in such a heartbreaking and deep way. Now, at the Shiva, um, of a very musical family, um, the um, Amitai's brother was playing piano, um, and it seemed like the entire Shiva, uh, whenever there was a empty moment, somebody was playing guitar or piano, pouring out their heart in prayer. And uh, as the brother sat at the piano playing soulful longing nigunim, his mother turned to those assembled and said, you know, I, I remember Amitai uh, would come home from the army, this gentle, sensitive, sweet young man who just wanted to, 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 to write poetry and, and compose songs and spend time with his family and friends and learn Torah. He would come home from the army exhausted, wiped out, his hands filled with tank grease, filled with grease from maintaining and fixing his tank and from practicing uh, with his weapon. And he came home, and before he would eat, before he would shower, before he would put his feet up and take off his boots, with his grease-stained hands from his tank protecting the northern border, he went and sat down at the piano and would sing the good and would compose songs. Exactly the way that King David did. King David, whose hands were filled with military experience, who they just say that uh, he, was, he was a warrior, that, the, that his primary identity was a man who was a, in a constant state of, of war. And that's why it was upon his son, Shlomo, to build the Mikdash. David HaMelech's life was spent on the battlefield. And yet we're gathered here together today to take on, which were composed by King David, who came in from the battlefield, weary, exhausted, uh, and would awake at Chatzot in the middle of the night, the darkest of times, before the dawn began to break, and pour out his heart and all of his emotions, all of his thoughts and all of his feelings into Sefer Tehillim. And so whenever a Jew faces a time of challenge or difficult, a difficult time, or whenever we want to express praise, hallel, thanks, uh, and joy, we turn to Sefer Tehillim which really covers the expanse of human emotions. Now, if we turn to Sefer Tehillim to read and to pray and to cry and to sing King David's prayers, at, at difficult times or in joyous times, what did King David do? 
what, what, is, what book did David HaMelech turn to? He didn't have a Sefer Tehillim. He composed it. Shraga Faivamendelevich, the great architect and builder of Torah in the United States, who was such a lover of Zion, so deeply connected to the land of Israel. Shraga Faivamendelevich, who about whom the Koizenberg already said, if there's one line of commentaries of Rashi or Tosfot that's learned in the United States today, it's in his merit. He's the founder of Yeshiva Torah Vadas and so many other institutions, Torah and Masora. If Shraga Faival, who was a passionate, fiery servant of God, asked this question, what did King David do? We turned to his book. So what book did he turn to? What did he take off the shelf? So Shraga Faival described, imagine King David his heart filled with emotion, going to the shelf and not finding a safer tailor, and turning to the other side of the room and walking to the window and looking out to the heavens, and turning to the sky, to the Rebonus of himself, and opening up a page, so to speak, in the sitter called King David's sitter, the sitter of David Amalekh, which is the sitter of the heart, inside of every single one of us. They're just pages and pages and pages of experience every single moment and every single day, waiting to be filled with the words of prayer, waiting to be filled with, with song, with heartbreak, with joy, with expectation, with anticipation, with hope, with optimism, with faith. And King David opened his heart and, and cried and sang and danced and mourned. And all of that turned into Sefer Tehillim. Now we have Sefer Tehillim, but we also have King David's Sefer Tehillim, his sitter as well. These are days which are which are heavy and painful. They're they're filled with anxiety and filled with sadness. They're also filled with with an expectant optimism for all people of faith. We recognize there's something bigger that's that's unfolding here. We recognize that we're part of just a, a bigger moment. Not just because we're reading about Yitzchak and Yishmael, that Isaac and and Yishmael, his brother, and we're learning about the clash of civilizations that begins within that home of Abraham and their progeny and their descendants and the land that's promised to Yitzchak and the tension and struggle that unfolds because of that spiritual and religious war that uh, that has gone on for generations and generations. Until today, we, we understand that we if we take a couple of steps back, as we do when we begin to enter a prayerful stance, we take three steps back and we recognize that, well, there's something here that's just bigger than who we are. There's something stabilizing and contextualizing what we're experiencing, this, this war, these, these horrors, um, and this, uh, this intensity of battle that's taking place in the north and the south and, and the streets and the campuses and communities all around the world, uh, by contextualizing and taking a deep breath and recognizing that we're just part of something bigger. So we turn to King David and we say to him, but, but as importantly, uh, after this call is over, we, we can compose our own psalms. We can compose our own prayers. Go to the window, look at the, at the sky, and speak and share and pour out our hearts before God in our own words. Because we're not just saying to him today, we're actually living to him. We're actually composing new psalms. We're composing, we're not just learning about Tanakh and learning about the parasha and trying to find our story in the destruction of the days of Noah and the rebuilding and in the, the, the loneliness of Avram Avinu being Ivri on the other side of the rest of the world against him. And we're not just thinking about the promise of the land of Israel. We're not just thinking about the sacrifice of the Akedah and the tension between Yitzhak and Ishmael. But if we're paying attention, we recognize 
that we are actually writing a new parak in Tanakh. We are actually writing ourselves into the story of the eternity of the Jewish people with these incredible days that are upon us. So I want to bless you and I that we gather together to share Tehillim in days of joy, uh, with peace and, uh, and harmony and happiness. In the days of Mashiach and the days of Tchiyas HaMesim. And until then, we should, uh, we should fight like, like King David fought with the, the absolute clarity and sanctity, um, vengeful warrior that King David was, delivering foreskins of his enemies to his father-in-law, King Saul, heaps upon heaps of enemies surrounding him that uh, fell in battle for, for the great cause of, of defending and protecting and ensuring Jewish life in the land of Israel. Let's pour out of our hearts, let's pour our hearts out now in uh, the Mishaberach for, um, for our soldiers, for all those who are taken captive in Kacholim, and, um, and for, uh, and for all of Kla Yisrael, and for all of Kla Yisrael, uh, and we'll begin with Perchaf, with, uh, with chapter 20 of, um, of Tehillim. Remember, this is just the beginning of our prayer here. But after this is done, let's all go and continue writing our own psalms, pouring out our own hearts and ensuring our own place in the story of the Jewish people. Kalon, 
יבואו שיבאו עד העד ויחפרו ויובדו וייבו כי עצה שמך אדוני ודחה אל יום על כל הארץ. תהום שלמה <laughs> אם אבונות תשמריה, אדוני, מן העמוד, שמחה וסליחה למען תברי. כביסי אדוני כבשה נפשי ודברו אכלתי. נפשי לאדוני משלמים בבוקר, שלמים בבוקר. יחל ישראל אל אדוני. כמה אדוני החסד והגל ימו חדש. ברוך יפתר את ישראל מכל עוונותיו. ‫הומדים <laughs> ‫תן אדוני את אויבינו ‫מהקמים עלינו מגרפים לפניהם. ‫שבורך וישמע ויצר את חיילי חוצר וצוקר ‫מקום נגע ומחלה וישלח ברכה ‫והצלח בחומה חייבים. ‫יד ברצוננו תחתיהם ‫ויעצרים בחסד ישוע ‫והפרק ניצחון וקוראים בהנקפת ‫כי אדוני אלוהיכם, ‫הולך עמכם, ‫הולכם עמכם ומאויביכם, ‫הושיעכם ונאמר אמן. אההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
brought to you at the Daylight Tehillim Call. Please join us again for our next scheduled program. Our next program will be on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. As each day we pause at this time to share a moment of tefillah prayer together. Wishing the Chama comfort, physic, strength, and hope to all of Kla Yisrael around the world. Shabbat Shalom.